Hey everybody and welcome back to another episode of Journey of Oz. It's your boy Oz. It's a Saturday night. Sorry I didn't get to you guys on a Friday night, but uh, I got a little busy with some prior engagements. But actually, by surprise, have Mr. Terrell Cole in the flesh here today, hanging out with us. Uh, he's got a business trip coming up, but he decided to drop through Jersey and he's here and he's, he's playing my axe better than I've ever played it. <laughs> Hey, he's here, he's hanging out, it's pretty dope. Is that your phone? Oh, it's my iPad. My iPad's going ham in the back. You just got, you just got cut off. Thanks, technology. It's been great, though. Um... Yeah, we're just catching up because the last time we accidentally ran into one another was what? June 17th in Hawaii. Yeah. Hardly hanging. We were busy every day, but a lot of fun. What song? What song is that? We're gonna, pick, we're gonna pick that up. We're gonna pick it up. You gonna play it? Play it. Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, both of them. Uh, no, we'll do that play without pipes. Uh oh, here we go. All right, then. I was gonna, I was gonna pa- pass the mic. <laughs>
the gist of it. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, so, yeah, so actually it comes from what's called quartet. You know, it's a... Uh, We've been doing it for a long time now. Actually, uh, a buddy of mine back in Springfield, Illinois, Melvin Jones, uh, started teaching me. And then I started playing with uh, Jerry Jones. But it started out a lot simpler than that. Just and from there, it just kind of grew. So... Back in your young your young days, this was a uh, obviously <laughs> back in my young days. Oh really? Yeah. That's interesting. So around uh, I started singing around thirteen. And we started singing with a group called the Mighty Sons of Zion, and we were like we were all kids, in other words, we were just really that old. And uh, then the singer Melvin, he was like, man, I just want to, I don't want to play anymore. I just want to sing anymore. I was like, I want to play. You know? <laughs> Hook me up. He was like, well, you really want to play? I was like, yeah, I do. And uh, he was like, all right. And he gave me his, uh, his strat. He had a strat. And he was like, all right. Yeah, you started learning. You started out just one chord. One at a time. After a while. And then, you know, started adding on. For a very low fee of a thousand dollars a month, no. you can learn how to play just like this, people. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 they charged me not one cent, man. They never charged me a dime. Actually, my first music teacher. Uh, Miss Miss Goldberg, she gave me my first trumpet for free. She's like, you play through high school, you can have my hand. So you like, bet. That's <laughs> deal. <laughs> Started playing that thing, and I got pretty good at it. I was second chair, which is no, that's respectable, you know. I mean, for somebody who's like, yeah, started. I started late. I started uh, halfway through the sixth grade, you know. And back then, everybody started about the fourth grade. Oh, so you were just yeah. So I was behind the power curve, but I got on it. She gave it to me, and that that one kind act. Led to another, then, then Mr. Best, Mr. Byer, all those uh, teachers came along, helped me out, and I learned one little thing at a time, and I got to uh, a lot of the older groups back home, started picking this, like, oh, man, this, this guy can go, go all right. He's got some picture to him, you know, <laughs> let's, let's try him out with these songs, and then, you know, the style started to change, and uh, they took me on the road, I got to go a lot of places, and uh, you know, I never, I'd never been out of Springfield, Illinois. So playing with those guys, hanging with those guys, I got to go, you know, go see Memphis. I remember Memphis. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm in Memphis. What the <laughs> you know what I mean? And going down to Jackson, Mississippi, and learning things and getting a, a different atmosphere. And then we got to go to Vegas and play Vegas. That's dope. Uh, you know, a lot of places, St. Louis, uh, East Memphis, Jefferson City, Grove City, Missouri. They used to have the uh, quartet convention down in Mississippi, and also the uh, Bobby Jones do gospel retreats. Okay. You know, back in the Missouri, so we got to do a lot of those. It was a really good experience, you know, before I uh, changed career paths, you know. Hey, like, <laughs> he's, I got all my traveling in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I came here. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't regret any of it, though. It, uh, it actually helped me out. So when I was uh, in college, it was a little bit of time to get homeless. 
Okay. This was uh, this is how I made my money for food and everything else. You know, so that's that's crazy. Yeah, they never knew when they read, when they were teaching me that this was gonna be a definite definite tool uh, yeah, for survival. Feed myself. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're good, man. Where'd you find the time? I had nothing uh, but time. You know, <laughs> yeah, I haven't really sat down and, and practiced and to better myself in a, at least you know seven years. This is yeah. you know muscle memory at this point. Yeah. Hopefully on this upcoming business trip, I'll get to hone in and uh, really. Tap I was gonna say, did you bring your you bring your axe with you? Oh yes, oh yes. I brought it. Like I brought my strap with me. Got a little uh, amp that was uh, gifted to me. I was gonna say that's gonna be a nice little little bit of time. Oh yeah, so I'm uh, I'm gonna get it in. Try to find something new. We may get into some type of fusion or something. You got all your Herbie Hancock and everything in here. Oh so man, and that's gonna be. I, I, I can't divulge where you're going, but I know where you're going, and <laughs> that's. That's a hotbed. It's going down. Musically. It's going to be down. dope. Yes, sir. Yes, you going to end up playing a gig out there? <laughs> you know I'm open. Actually, I got to play a little bit in uh, Tokyo. I wasn't dope. planning on that. I was there on business, and I was walking around, and I saw a music low in the building. You're like, oh, going in. Yeah, so I'm like, <laughs> going in here. It turned out it was a studio. What? Yeah, yeah. So I went there. I'm like, okay, I don't speak any, any Japanese at all. You're like, well, let me play. Right, I'm like. I play, you know, they understand. You know, they, they're shy to speak, but they understand English. They're like, sure. So I went in there, and I ended up recording with a group called Noah's Lark. Whoa. Yeah, man. They were just like, can you play? I'm like, yes, I'll play a little bit. You know, I'm a little, you know, I'm a little rusty. Yeah. So I was like, can you play the blues? And I told them, like, I can play the blues. It's a style pretty similar, you know what I mean? It's very blues based. Really, like, just yeah. just ridiculous. I was surprised at how fluent they were in you know in twelve bar and things like that. They got it in. Oh wow! And I was just like, that made my trip, man. That was the uh, probably one of the most fun times I had, even though we couldn't communicate all the way. Yeah, music you know, with, is uh, yeah, words. there was no boundaries. No, there wasn't. There wasn't. It's like you play, I play. You know what I mean? But we made it happen. You suck. Okay, get yeah, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> legit, legit, man. Yeah, I love it. That's dope, dude. So I mean, it's crazy. So I feel like this is like now we're at a every two year average. Yeah. And I'll see you. Man, if I come back, if I go out there, I may never come back to Jersey. Just be just be lost. I didn't know what I had, but you know that comes with with uh with age. Yeah. Yeah, you, you got to get things figured out, but I was willing to take the risk. Yeah. But I'm here. Yeah. Everything's good. It's the worst place to be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them it, they don't snow, so. Yeah, I hear that, brother. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just glad to see you, man. To see you doing well. No, oh, yeah, it's like, it's been fun. It feels good. Yeah, it feels good. Yeah, there was there was some uncertainty before that trip, where I uh, met you, as far as how far I'd be going in, the, in my current career, but uh, yeah. things work themselves out. It looks like it. Yeah. It looks like it. I mean, I can be like you when I grow up, man. You know what I mean? One of these days. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think you got me on the body body per uh, house note right now. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Three babies, man. Three babies, yeah. One of them's only got, what, six six more years and then out of your house. That's crazy to think. Stays in Springfield, Illinois. Stays with his mother out there. Oh, nice. I'm trying to get him to come out here, you know, do summers with me. So that's something. Yeah, he's getting ready to start high school in the year. Yeah, as a man. Woo. That's my man, you know. 
<laughs> little <laughs> man. We forget that they're little people. You're <laughs> a little person, bro. Because the first couple, you're like, what are, what are you? Yeah. Are you from this world? Like, bro, <laughs> you're an alien. I don't know what to do. It doesn't look like the picture, you know. You see the little TV baby. You look like, that's not, no. Yeah, and then you saw us. So I, was, so I actually held my wife's feet, you know. When yeah, that's I did, I did that for um, I was at ground zero. both my kids. Yeah. That's crazy. It wasn't what I expected to see come out, you know. Ground zero. Yeah, that's you just gonna refer to it as ground zero. Yeah, that's like, oh, gonna just, <laughs> oh, that's all right. We'll you know what's great, what's man. funny is when they first come into the world and you, you see it, you see the whole process. You like you're like looking at them like, <laughs> I don't know this one. Uh, I don't know what you look like. Yeah, like <laughs> Get a couple days. Yeah, it's, a, it's a baby. Yeah, I, like, I don't think this one. Healthy. This one ain't right. <laughs> Shape weird. What's yeah. going? What's going on? They look a little elderly. <laughs> 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 it's doing a lot better, man. It's doing a lot better. Uh, it's like starting to look like y'all. Yeah, got got his first smile, man. So that's the kind of stuff I look for. So when they're brand new, it's hard. You know, not just me, for a lot of males to bond with a new baby. You just well, I mean, the first one, you're like everybody's. They love it, you know, but it's like you're like, huh? That's that's crazy, man. Awesome, man. I definitely definitely appreciate you. I, this wasn't planned, people. Oh yeah, absolutely not. I just had you know, <laughs> showed showed a man an axe. He just picked it up, and I was like, okay. I, I forgot he's a man of many talents. Uh oh, he went shot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was li- listening to uh, actually listening to that old Stevie. So anyway, maybe when I come back through town here on my way back home, maybe we can uh, we'll do a duet. How about that? We'll actually what, practice something. Was like, what do you want to sing? Um, we we'll probably do Stevie. Uh uh-uh. I definitely don't have the range for that song, but uh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll get that going. Splice it up when you miss a note, we'll go back and fix that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to bore you with, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I'm trying to think, I think, I do believe it's on the shelf someplace. I haven't been putting these in order. I just have to sit down and really, I tried to separate them by genre, yeah. but I moved some things around, so we'll have to go back through. Yeah, here you go. Yeah, music, you know, I was, I was thinking, you got me thinking about it now, like that's a big part of my family dynamic, so, you know, I have my family at home, and, and I know it's just not us, but, you know, Saturday comes, and we clean up, and it's like, all right, Saturday, put on the tunes, and oh, yeah. to it, you know what I mean? I mean, that's, for that's me, like, soul train, you know, 
Saturdays. Saturdays, Sundays, or whatever day. It makes the day go by quicker. Yeah, absolutely, man. And, and now we have our get-together with my, with my uh, California peeps, my California family. We get together. I have a you know small setup, nothing nothing these elaborate, but I pull my guitar out and you know, we all we all play, we all sing, we just bust it out, let's get to it. So now, you, so now, especially since I've gone in this direction with uh, wanting to podcast and everything, there's another trip and we can coordinate the time. And I don't know how it end up out there, but even even if I end up you know getting down range or something like that, I will have a way to record before I go on that. I'm always I'm always carrying that. I mean, cause oh, where is it at? I'll show you this little neat tool. It's amazing what you can do with this puppy. As soon as I find it here, actually. Yeah. I don't know if anybody's uh, got this gadgets all over the place here. But if anybody's um ever really wanting to get into that and they gotta get on the road here. So if I got this Zoom H4N Pro, this puppy's dope because it actually has XLR inputs oh. for mics. So you get a couple cables. Oh yeah, you 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 can you can do it up. You need you probably need an adapter. But yeah, and then they've got the solid uh, built-in mics as well. It's pretty dope. With it, you know, obviously with the power adapters and everything. I mean, it's it goes down. Uh, <laughs> I, so when I when I told myself I wanted to do this, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna try to stay. Try to stay within my means as much as I possibly can, sure. but it get it gets to the point where it's like, all right, I really want to I really want to do this, and I don't want to ask for you know handout. Right. So, the part of the fun is being able to learn what what methods work the best for me, and depending on what I'm doing. So I went home, I you know did some recording with some family history and stuff like that, and I brought this and just like talk, essentially like put together our history that way I can bring it back to my kids at a certain point is documented someplace. Yes, yeah. I think we got, we've gotten away from it as sure. specifically, uh, Americans of African descent For sure. in this country. For sure. And that's one of the things, uh, storytelling, you know what I mean? Uh, I think the more we get into electronics and not that electronics are bad, you know what I mean? I like electronics. But, but using them for the, for, for good. <laughs> yeah. But exactly, you know, like, time where you sit down and, and you know mom dad grandma will tell you oh you know when i was young yeah in, the, in my time this was the, these were the differences and i was just talking to my aunt uh, yesterday and she was telling me about how she used to they used to all gather around at one individual's house and so they could turn it on on the radio and they would listen to you know joe lewis like oh wow <laughs> like, i'm like are you kidding me you know what i mean you picking up your audio oh yeah there you go so they would go and they would all she said they'd be sitting out in the in the yard, you know what I mean? Just like the movie The Birds, you know. Oh, wow. Out there in the yard because there's only one radio in town. They would listen to Joe Lewis and they would go at it and, they, and the kids would play and it was like a big community event. You know what I mean? But that the gathering and, and sharing, everybody knew everyone, you know. Um, for me, I can trace back maybe to 1884 is about far as I can go back to my family history. You know what I mean? But a lot of people can't even go that far. So before before Illinois, where where was was your family located? Snow Lake, Arkansas. Arkansas, okay. Yep, Snow Lake, Arkansas. So it's a little place nobody knows. The the nearest city is Elaine, Arkansas, and apparently that's not that's kind of like a stop through. That's where okay, it's, it's like one light, one store. Exactly. Get up out of here. <laughs> so, so there the hey. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> you know, looking at looking back at that, you know, 
I was fortunate to get a lot more history. Um, so one of the people that helped raise me uh, was my great grandmother. Uh, she was actually only one year, uh, one generation removed from slavery. Mm. Right. So it's it's crazy how far back we re- literally can reach. You know, it's, it seems like forever ago. And it's not. It's long. like I mean, I was I tell people something like even in, in my parents' place, yeah. they're on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> like photos. Yeah. Right. Right there. Like that's like that's my. They grew up. Yeah. Those people right there were slaves. Yeah. And you can I can you know put hands on people who knew them. Like I can go and touch them and talk and have conversations. I, I wish that I was more uh, inept as a younger, uh, I'll say adult, not really adult, like 13, 14, 15, mm-hmm. around that age. That would have been a lot of dope with all the technology we have at our fingertips now. Mm-hmm. Just to be able to record some of these things or have the wherewithal to be like, hey, I want to write this down. But you're not worried about that stuff when you're like, uh, you're just like oh, another story. But sometimes it's interesting, but sometimes it's like, okay, I, I got it. And then you're like, man, I wish I could remember that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know certain things. When you actually get down to the nitty gritty and you start writing down family members and you're trying to trace your lineage backwards just off what your parents are telling you or an aunt or an uncle. Right. And then you get to a point and your pen stops. You're like, yeah. everybody's like, I don't know. Yeah, there's no TV show for the average guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, figuring that stuff out, man, is it's a lot of fun. It's exciting. I, think, I just think, you know, we got to pass it on to our kids. That's something I've actually been thinking really heavy. My wife has been watching the show. I can't recall the name, but they actually have been tracing the lineage of people. You know, I mean, they find, they can even tell them. I seen uh, uh, what's your name? Well, the Wayne's uh, brother, kid, oldest Keenan, Keenan Wayne's. They traced him, you know, traced him back, traced his ancestors. I want to say they did that for like was like Nas was on there and some other yeah, artists. A lot, a lot of people just like went back, back and brought brought the plantation where his family was mm-hmm. like exactly. from, like here, in the states. Here is the place, you know. He's like, oh, oh, yeah, I'm buying this. Yeah. <laughs> now you can. Right? Dude, I almost I almost bought a place in South Carolina when we first got in. We were looking at a property, but it was a plantation home. I think it was like 88 or 100 acres, something like that. But only like they were, they separated the acreage out. So you could just buy the, the house and like the four acres around it, which is dope. But I was just like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know the history. I don't. It, what if you know somebody comes along one day? Like I've been there for a year, and like I want to buy this. Mm. So I was like, you know, and I heard it wasn't that friendly of an area. Yeah, maybe not the best neighborhood for you. No, the realtor was like, "Look, dude, <laughs> I'll take you. I ain't getting out." Like, I'm like, whoa, whoa. Oh yeah, that's not. That's not what you want to do. Yeah, it's the guy that wants to sell it to you won't get out the car, nigga. Yeah, that's a no go. He was like, "I think you'd be better suited in the city." I was like, okay, but Columbia is one of those places. I mean, you can you can get in the sticks around there, but you can also be in this in the city. But the, I guess the, something weird about southern cities, like if it's not like Atlanta, you're like in the actual like Columbia is just one of those places where it's like you can be in the sticks in like two seconds. Yeah, found that out when I was uh, I was actually in Biloxi, Mississippi. This was uh, I think two thousand seven ish. It was like we were doing hurricane relief at the time because it was still yeah. a big thing. You know, we were riding with good, you know, normal cities. And then it's suddenly like trees, you know, empty field, you know, church. Like field. Cotton field. And like, like, wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait, where are we going? Mm-hmm. You know, um, I got, but being down there, that's one thing. With a job that you travel, you get to see a lot of things that you never would see mm-hmm. and meet people that you never would get to meet. You know, some of the people, you know, I didn't get the most. Uh, friendly reception, the best welcome. But other people were as kind to me and it was 
not all the people that you think, you know, sometimes sometimes we can stereotype people. Oh, yeah. And I say, oh, I'm right here now. And I was in this, and this is that we got crossed over into Louisiana. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then I was like, okay, I'm on my guard because I've heard, you know, some of the stories. Well, yeah. I like, well, I, I had an experience, and this was like with my child and my daughter and my, my wife, and I had a Mustang. We're going back and forth to visit family members in the Atlanta area. It's about six, six and a half hour ride from Biloxi to there. And then also we asked, we had family. My, my cousin Mary lives in uh, Kenner, Louisiana, which is like 40 minutes from Keesler's gate. Okay. So it was like, yeah, well, that's like every other weekend. We were there for nine months. Right. So let's go visit as much as we possibly could. You know, we're right. families right here, here, which we didn't, we weren't afforded that in California too much. Cause even, even though she had family members out there, they were still like a little bit further of a ride to hang out with. And you're going to the San Fran and down to San Jose to hang out Carmel those areas so it's like yo it's still like and and the uh, the good thing was we could stay when we went like to Atlanta or New Orleans we could actually stay with them if we wanted to so it wasn't like yeah but one of the stories I had was uh, a tire blew out on a truck ahead of me I couldn't swear if it was going to the ditch or just take this little piece of tire I'm like I got this and I realized that my Mustang's low you know, bent my bumper up or whatever. I'm like, all right, let me make sure my tire or I don't have any major damage. So I get off on the first exit, mm-hmm. which was like country, like back road mm-hmm. in Mississippi. Get off and like a truck follows me off. Two huge white dudes. Mm-hmm. They just bubba and go. Okay. <laughs> I'm strapped. Right. I'm like, yo, he's like, oh, like, I'm thinking like it's about to be a problem. Yeah. Oh, no, we just wanted to. Uh, Check, you know, see, make sure you're okay. How's the car? Everything. I think it's good. All right. No worries. Bye. Like, just trying to help. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Totally didn't think that was about to happen. It was crazy. Yeah, man. Um, but then at the same time, I've been called, you know, uh, Jimmy. Yeah. I had to look that one up. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> wasn't happy about it yeah but my, the, my buddy that was with was uh was like you gotta let that go yeah. i was like okay i'll i'll beat the old man's ass <laughs> I so i don't know um if you know about um the uh so they have like a like a civil war reenactment place like i don't know if it was down there in 07 like museum where they dress up in the times and everything in in Biloxi, I can't remember, I don't know the name of it though. But while I was there for my second tech school, they asked if we if they wanted if, if anybody wanted to volunteer, but you'd have to dress up in the era. Okay, yeah, I know. And I was just like, yeah, me and the other black dude in the class were like, <laughs> nah, I think we're good. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, thank you. and the homeboy who called me Jimmy, I held the door for him and his. And his family, or an older and white couple, like snow hair, like grayed out. Gotcha. And I was, oh, thanks, Jimmy. I was like, I was like, I was like, I was like, oh, oh, I get it. It's like, you call me boy. Hmm. That's cool. Don't like that. But is what it is. He's probably dead. <laughs> it's been a couple of years. <laughs> the world's a better place. It's cool. <laughs> Try to uh, I try not to react in a way that would make them the preconceived notions true. Yeah, I mean, 
And that's that's a tough fight because I even though I had the the right to be angry because you know, yeah, you know, we've been to places where it's like okay, people gonna treat you like you're less than. So I got a decision to make. I can act out and, and get mad and fuss and cuss and do all the things that they would expect me to do. Right? Yeah. Or uh, if they being the ignorant person I'm dealing with at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Or I could just do what I know that I'm supposed to do. Like you know what, you have a good day. Yeah. <laughs> Right, you you, know I mean? you you have the most fantastic of the day. You don't know me. I don't know you. So let me just let me show you who I am. I'm the oddball, you know. So a lot of times I grab my guitar and I play. They're like, "Oh, you play guitar? Yeah. Oh, see, like BB King. Yeah, yeah. BB King. He's like, I'm more like Jamie Foxx. Yeah, you know, like they always uh, people always try to like fit me right to a box right away, no matter what it is I'm doing. Yeah. Now I've I'm a little wiser. At first, I'm not gonna say I always was really cool and level headed about it. You know, I fired yeah. up once or twice. <laughs> put put just, a couple in the air. You know, <laughs> but now I'm more like, you know what? Sorry, you feel that way. But let me tell you. Let me tell you what this word really means. You know what I mean? And let me tell you. Let me tell you about the situation that you think you know about. And then when you come at people with with education and actual knowledge. You know, so that you research and you know, and they don't. Yeah. You know, it humbles them real fast, and it makes them reconsider everything that they thought to be true. Right. So that's that's my new approach. Uh, but I would be lying to you if I said somewhere inside I don't want to just. I put an anoint you with <laughs> these <Right>. hands. <laughs> lay, on, lay on the hands, but it's not it's not what people. Would this is, I was like, uh, you ever watch Kev on stage? Yes. yes. He said, well, he's got the shirt. He says, uh, I believe it says. I'm saved, but I got these hands. <laughs> <laughs> right, he laid hands on me, but both my eyes were swollen. So it's like, well, you know what you are when you are that way. Yeah. Yeah, I do, I do appreciate you letting me. Uh, this is a new experience for me. This is totally different. This is, is dope, especially when we like really get everything like up and running. And I have the, the, all my angles. It's a good time. Yeah, it's a good time. I can only uh, build on it, and when whenever I move into a bigger space. We'll have actually more of a dedicated uh, area where I'm not constantly having to break things down and maneuver them around and yeah. maybe build a custom desk. You just slide on up and then actually soundproof a room. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, it's a small enough room to where I really don't have not dealing with too much sound bouncing here and there. Mm-hmm. But if I could secure it so I don't hear it, this mic picks up insane things. You can oh, hear the dog yeah, heard, toot from across the room. Open it and figure out microphone. <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe should I hydrate last night, but I didn't know I, <laughs> I definitely didn't know that, you know, I didn't even know you even had the setup and everything. So I'm learning. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know well, that I just gained another fan fan of the podcast. Yeah, I got you. You got yeah. to count on this one. Yeah. You know, get you some likes or something. Yeah, yeah, mash uh, that like button. Okay. <laughs> 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 it's, uh, this is unfortunately not on the uh, podcast page because typically what I do is I, I advertise like a week out the time and everything so people can tune in but this is a a, a pop-up surprise we're doing pretty good we're at 31 31 minutes now pretty good i don't know if you i I know you gotta you gotta get some z's because you gotta get up and and grind yeah i gotta get up and get ready i got work to do but i do i do appreciate you being here man you know it's always good to see you oh man thank you thank you for sure every time you know even if we just you know going out do some rolling oh yeah Yeah. dude's got his uh what the first Almost Philly cheesesteak, but yeah, he had cheesesteak yeah, today. It was a that was uh, interesting. That thing was as long as my from my elbow to my fingertips. <laughs> yes, I ate it all. <laughs> I don't know where this is going, but if you don't hear no me, then, then 
<laughs> and you had the fries too. You had the bacon I cheese fries. Fries with cheese and bacon. So they, I'm about to go these people on this plane, they about to, they about to be hurting. <laughs> yeah, I'm going uh, to probably comatose. Yeah, you don't miss you miss your flight. What's <laughs> around this food out here? Man, it's just yep. that was a one time thing. You know, something I don't get an opportunity to do. I mean, next time you come back through, so let me know before you leave your destination via the Facebooks. Hopefully, it's not on a weekday. Nice. So I'm gonna go out there and uh, see them. You know, April and Eugene, those are my buddies. I was gonna say, yeah, definitely uh, get you down to Philly and you go to historic places, but I guarantee they won't be as good as what you just had. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy with what I just had. This is, <laughs> yeah, I was like, man, those like, like those bread. Uh, oh yeah, the, the sauce, the just yeah. Just salivating here. The first one I think I had was like was with so like cheese whiz with the cheese on top of that and just. Some people are lactose where they don't need all that. Sure. You know, sometimes you gotta take a you gotta take a hit. I'm not the one taking a hit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be all right. They're, they're gonna need some prayer. They, they may not make it. Some prayer. <laughs> 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 it's terrible. Oh dear. Oh, uh, that's funny. Right. <laughs> We're gonna make it happen. We're gonna make it happen. And it's been a lot. So I, I think I would have met you in 2009. Yeah, when you first arrived in Cali. March 2009, so I know here we've got a decade, man. Got a couple transplants from Travis, Burns, Lobo, obviously myself, Cooney, uh, Burton. Oh, yeah, we got, yeah, that's a lot of folks. And uh, obviously the people that have gotten out since. I think I ran, I think I ran to like Inzerov. Last, like maybe before Thanksgiving, we started to just go. Like maybe October, he was out here. It's pretty dope to see see him and see how people. I'm like, it's crazy how like we were. I mean, you think when I met you, you had a kid? Yes. Yep. But just you were just at one. Yeah, I was at that was one. And it, I, I went from married, divorced, remarried. Kids, so much has happened in ten years. It's like, and life is our positions have changed, going from struggling to surviving this thing to now, you know, being a teacher. Yeah, and I'm able to. I'm in a position now where I'm able to actually impact some lives, man. You know, um, I get a chance to to tell people some things. What you got? No, it's just interesting, you know, because while this is going on, typically I'd have like a uh, an iPad or something up that actually has a charge, so I could read. Readeth what people are saying because from over there it's kind of it's kind of hard to track what's, what exactly is going on. But I'll, I'm gonna take a look at some of the comments, see what people are are saying. But like you were <coughs> like you were saying though, like it's your life is uh, completely completely changes. Yeah, I've started I've gotten a new appreciation for those who were you know like my supervisors before. You know, you don't always understand what they what they're doing, what they're going through. You know, but now looking at it. When you're in a position where you you really hold people's futures, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean it's it's something else. I mean so, sometimes to, uh, to I've been going through it with people are, are I, I look at everybody you meet um, as a test in some way, shape, or a, a test or a lesson that you're gonna have to learn because not everything's gonna go smooth. Yeah. And, and if every time something doesn't go your way, 
uh, you just uh, you're like I'm done. Uh, we don't we don't live in that that luxury. <laughs> you can't trust me because there've been many a times that I, I would have quit for real for real. You just like I'm putting my two weeks okay. Uh, <laughs> but what's good though, what, the good part about that is, if I had to quit, where would I be now? You know? This is true. There were times I definitely want to quit, but it, unfortunately I couldn't. I wasn't <laughs> in a position to quit at you know in that moment. But now when I look at the success of the people that I work with, which is for me that's what it's all about now. Mm-hmm. My, like I said, it's like completely changed. Going into work feeling like uh like homeboy from uh Temptations, the Temptations movie. Uh, what do you say? Yeah. Can't quit me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Anybody coming to see you? It's really, and it's, but now that I think a lot of it is my, my role now as dad, you know, at home. Oh, yeah. You know, and it, and it bleeds over. I try not to let it, uh, but it bleeds over and, you know, you care about the guy. Yeah. And, and it, you care about the girl. I feel like it's it's been... For me, I've, I've gone to great lengths to have a one-on-one conversation sometimes that some people would frown upon. But I'm just like, look, I'm going to keep 100% real with you. Here's what I think, and here's what you need to get done to stay afloat here. So mesh the two together and make it happen. But there's only so much I can do for you. Like, like, you, like the old saying says, you can you can lead a horse to water. Yeah, you can make him drink it. Nah, you can baptize him in the... <laughs> You could do all, all all of the above, but sometimes it's just not enough to to actually keep them uh keep them afloat, keep them on the right path. And I I don't know, man. And they say that sometimes some some of these you even question why why you're doing certain things. Yeah. Well, the motivation for me is I was definitely one where people would say why why is why is he even still here? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> how do you, how do you even get in here? I wonder myself, like, it's grace. Like, yes, I, I, I obviously should not be here. You know? But, uh, that's funny. You know, looking at it now, I'm exactly where I need to be. And I'm exactly where I need to be doing exactly what I need to do. And I've figured out a couple things. Um, you know, a big problem, and you know, and you know, we work together for quite some time is, is motivation. Yeah, you, you know, sometimes you can, that, that burnt out feeling. Exactly. At the end of the day, you're like, okay. Uh, I'm running out of options here right now, like just to get that renewed, uh, that renewed feeling. And I think a lot of it is uh, I've done more than I ever had before. When I was younger, first starting off in this cruise, it's been 11 years. It'll be 12 years in July. Um, not taking personal time for my own mental stability, like not a vacation, not necessarily uh anything crazy like you know i need to take several days off in a row just not be here let's talk about the middle of the week let's go enjoy a hockey game let's go let's go do something that i'd love to do every day so that uh my cup doesn't run up over (laughs) 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 i'm with you with that so the way that uh I, i teach the people that I work with or the way I kind of usually guide them, I say, don't do it unless it's something that you show a genuine interest in. And if you do, if it's, if it's that important to you, then take a leadership role with it. You know what I mean? When you do things just for doing them and just because, okay, I just want to meet this small goal, sometimes yeah. it's different and you burn out. 
But when it comes down to, you know what, this is something that I enjoy doing. So like, I like to teach, right? Yeah. Right? So then I go find some space and I teach. And I excel at that because it's what I want to do. And I don't burn out as fast as everyone else burns out because I'm doing what I like to do. You know what I mean? And when I can do that, I can be one more effective, <laughs> you know what I mean? And two happier. You know what I mean? Like if you like hockey, yeah. you know what I mean? And you see a little, uh, I, don't, I don't know hockey, so you got to forgive me. I don't, <laughs> I don't sport very <laughs> I don't. I don't do these sports. Yeah, I don't do the sport thing either. But uh, there's like a, the equivalent of little league for hockey. You know, go out there and get with those guys and, meet, and teach them some of the fundamentals if that's what you can do. You know what I mean? And you do things like that, you tend not to burn out as fast. So I hit my uh, I hit my guys with three questions, depending on what avenue I'm in. Where I am, uh, I asked them first. You know, what do they catch themselves doing? Call this it's a Tonyism. It's a buddy of mine. I got this wrong, but hey, what one? What do you find yourself doing when you're not looking to do it? Hmm. Right? What do you catch yourself doing all the time? I ask them. I sit down. I ask them that question. I let them look at me and like, give me a, <laughs> like a textbook answer. Like, okay, now, now that you're done with the nonsense, <laughs> let me <laughs> get the real answer. Yeah. And I also ask myself, if money isn't a thing, if if this old guy right here said, "I got all the money you ever need for anything you want to do," yes, what would you do with your time? I asked them that. Huh. You know, and, and I let them. Uh, I give them a second to be confused. You know, because some of them are young. They're like, I don't know what to do with these questions. Yeah. And the third thing, depending on what setting I'm in, I ask it differently. Uh, in the work setting, I say, what do you feel real joy in doing? What do you feel like you, I'm doing the right thing? Like, I feel good after this. Not like, you know, I took a, uh, I took a hot shower after a workout, I feel good. But I mean, like, you feel like this is where it's at. Yeah. And wherever those three things cross each other is normally a good clue to what it is you should be doing. Yes. So that's why I break it down with each and every person that comes through my, you know, my work area, my work center, and me, myself, and my counterpart, uh, Mr. Williams. You know, we are that's, that's what we do. And once we go through that, knowing them on that level and then helping them to figure themselves out on that level helps them to have so much greater success than some of the other people. And I, I ask it to everyone. Everyone doesn't follow through. Yeah. But they have an idea. I kind of look at it as like a, a general vector, like a two form. You're not going to pinpoint them the exact thing yeah. you want to do. But now you have a direction to head in, and the success um, has been great to the point where you know now my uh, my bosses are noticing, um, and what they're noticing is how well that myself and my counterpart are leading, and not so much what we're doing specifically, yeah. but what we're doing for our people. And uh, you know, if if I uh, uh, we we had this conversations earlier, like if we if we make it higher, in, you know, in our organization, then great. If we don't. That's okay, because we're making a difference and teaching life skills. So they're, yes. they're becoming better people. They're not just better at doing this job or doing this task. You know, they're having real growth. And I'll do that, you know, until it's time for me to retire. You know, that's gonna, right that's definitely going to make it a, a lot better for uh, people that want to come in and, and actually, you know, work and actually get work done, not just, <clears throat> I'm just, I'm seeing if I can get through this day yeah. so I can leave this place. Because I'm going to tell you what, I've worked at some places before, and you know you know my history, mm-hmm. where it's been like, let me just sit in this parking lot. Yeah. Do you think <laughs> Do you think they'll miss me today yeah. if I just don't show the hell up? Like, you know what I mean? Like, they may not even notice. <laughs> but it's been, it sometimes it's like that. It's just, and, that, and that's what I mean by taking that reset, is mm-hmm. be more cognitive about what, how you're feeling what's going on in your life what what is happening around you sure. because i think so many people they worry about the mission or the job mm-hmm. so much like well what if i if i don't get this done 
if I don't get that done, or if I take a day off of leave, that this place is going to crumble without me. No, no, it's not. Yeah. It's going to be fine. Be humble for a second. If, if, if you're not there, <laughs> things will not fall apart. Like it, 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 They'll figure it out. Got there and be long after you're gone. Somebody made that comment. I, was like, oh, I think it was this last one. Somebody made a comment like, oh, you know, well, if we all just decided to quit, this place would crumble. I'm like, they'd have people up in here so quick to replace us. It'd be ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, they're always continuing. <laughs> they pull up a bus, arrest us all, <laughs> and then pull up another bus and you will be replaced. Exactly. The mission goes on. Yeah, I had a, when I, a chaplain, uh, I was talking to uh, about a little while ago, was saying something similar. He was like, you know, kind of like humble yourself just a bit. You know what I mean? Not that that was being, you know, anything other than that. But my concern was, what if something happens to me? What are my people are going to do? Yeah. And it was like, you know, one, did it function before you got there? <laughs> <laughs> and when it's time for you to leave, you know what I mean? It's that time. It's safe. You know what I mean? How many times can you put your hand in that pot and take your hand out and uh, the pot's still there? Yeah. You know, now it may be, you know, a little less full because one hand's out of there. Yeah. But it's still there. And, uh, I have to realize that and I can still take that time, that personal time, uh, to really look into what I need and make sure I take care of what my family needs. Yeah. What good is it for you to, to work and drive and grind, you know, for me, for my Yes. And, and to come and be sitting with nothing. Yeah. You know, and by nothing I mean the people and the ones who love me. It's for not, you know, yeah. part of my whole motivation, you know, and looking right behind me and I see the, the little people, you know what I mean? The younger siblings and um, you know, the even some, some aunts and uncles that are out there, you know what I mean, that are proud. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what, I got to keep grinding for those guys. And if I'm going to sacrifice all of them for the thing that I'm trying to use to better everybody's life, then yeah. I've missed something. Well, I'm getting kind of, man, I think I might, I'm getting kind of tired. Yeah, uh, but I'm definitely tired. Yeah. You want to you wanna send us off, what, you want to send us off with a tune or uh we got a little music soul child. What do you what do you what do you got? Music soul child. Uh, 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 music soul child. Sexy chocolate. chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> that boy, that boy, good. That boy, good. Yeah, yeah, he good. All right. <laughs> 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 
They're making a second one. Second one. Coming to America. That thing is impressive. You can't flop. You cannot flop. You better bring some heavy hit. I mean, it's gonna have to. It's gonna have to be. It's gonna be. It's have to be a cast full of uh, comedians. Yeah. A good ones. They can't. You can't. You got to bring all the heavy hitters on that one. Oh yeah. When when you come back through in about what month and a half, two months. I can't say for sure. We don't know. But we will definitely keep in, in closer contact around that time. We'll set up a time. I'll pull all the, the dog and pony show tricks out, do some more dry runs, because this is, without the other camera angles, it's very new. Yes. So. Yeah, it's my first time in front of this camera. Well, well, welcome through. Hopefully, you'll get a chance to uh, to listen to it. This is what I like to call a quick hitter, because we're underneath an hour. So it'll be posted up. You can find a can find it on soundcloud and on itunes under the moniker the journey of oz and uh yeah check me out and uh thank you very much for mr terrell cole coming on and uh do what he does the best it's awesome it's awesome I, you know it's, it's weird how you forget though you forget sometimes like oh, he doesn't play some people. okay yeah, yeah. But it's definitely good seeing you, somebody from the beginning of my career. Ladies and gentlemen, one more time, give it up. Woo! All right, well, we're going to go ahead and wrap this episode. This is episode 22 of The Journey of Oz. Thank you for listening. Tune in next Friday. Uh, don't know who the guest will be, but we will figure that out. Probably by Monday or Tuesday, I'll have somebody in, in mind. We'll have somebody in here so we can have some conversation just really get down to the nitty-gritty figure out who they are and uh we'll talk about stuff but it, this has been a great episode i didn't really cover any sports on this one but uh it was definitely it was definitely great catching up and uh delving into the insightful mind of my friend here uh and can't wait to do this again soon so with that being said people have a wonderful blessed weekend and the rest of your week and uh i'll catch up with you on that on that friday or as some people like to call it friday <laughs> Later. Peace and love, people.